Yo, what up? It's Vince McMahons. This is Chad Jeek, Slim Villain. And together we are the Fabulous Three Bros. You already know what it is. Subject to change. It's the Professional Wrestling Podcast where we break down all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else that's happening in the square circle. So let's get right to it. At least, at least it wasn't like when um when we had peace of mind recorded like a three hour podcast that got, <laughs> got like corrupted or something. And it was like the curse episode. It was like yeah. After that, it was just never the same. Yeah, we're just like oh, it was never shit. the same. Yeah, man. That's why we had to hop back in here. It's been too long. It's been too long of a hiatus. God damn it. Yeah, since since you know your rules. I don't know if it was me and the fact that I hate my job, which in fact factors into my livelihood or if it was the fact the Phillies were fucking like taking up all my like viewership hours and time. Oh yeah, same. That's, that's what happened to me. That's what happened. We were going to record on like a weeknight. We're like, well, well the Phillies are playing. Phillies are playing. Like, eight, like, you, gotta yeah, score, like, you gotta try to squeeze this in somehow. It was just like, uh... That, uh that have been to the playoffs in 10 years. I don't know when, I don't know the next time they're going to come back to the playoffs. I mean, you gotta, you gotta watch damn it. it. I'll tell you what. So close, but so, so far. Close, so close. It, mm. it better be next year. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know. Baseball's so random, especially like playoffs. Like two 100 win teams lost in like the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Well, if Philly show, Philly yeah. show, you don't have to win the whole year to get in. And yeah, you just got to get in. <laughs> you just got to get in. Get in, so, get hot. Yeah. And get, and get out. Unfortunately, we did not get out the victors. We are losers. Damn it. Did this is what Philly sports is about. Union lost too. <laughs> Holding that L high. But but did you see that man that ate that the, the rotisserie chicken for the 40th day in a row? Yeah, what is up? Did you see that guy? <laughs> like why first of all, why are like who how did all these people find this guy? Why is it the 40th? Because he day? put like a he, I don't even know how he just I guess he just put like a flyer that he was gonna eat. Uh, a rotisserie chicken for the 40th day in a row at, mm-hmm. at an abandoned pier behind the Walmart. Every and day he does that. For for the past 40 days, he's done that. It's like it's like it like went viral on Twitter. Man, <laughs> he been, he he been doing it. that shit for years. He he's, just he's found the time though. <laughs> if you if you look at his Twitter, I saw this when he first got posted. He's a, it, it's grown by by like 30,000 people, like followers, oh, like. He, he, I don't know why he just did this randomly. He just started doing it randomly. Super Size Me sequel? <laughs> I mean, hopefully he's recording this. I mean, he probably gets some money out of this now that he's growing an audience. <laughs> I don't know, man. My theory is that he this was like his daily lunch routine, and he was like, you know, I've been doing this for like 15 years. It's pretty peculiar. No one else does this. He doesn't look I bad get, or anything. <laughs> I get a rotisserie chicken every day, and I sit behind this pier. Probably a lot of protein. He was. I saw like a, a clip. I guess he was, he was on like he was on the news in their interview game, and he's like, "I actually don't like chicken." <laughs> like, why'd you do this? I mean, you definitely this? wouldn't like it by the fortieth day. Honestly, I, like I, that's why I, I like physically. I probably could do that, but like mentally, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> like, the same food for forty days. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you had to eat the same food, I could, food, I could eat you know, it. Do you know what you would eat? You don't have to just Fries. eat that food, but it's like you something you have to eat every day. Fries. But I, I assume that, that probably you know, uh, very bad. You know what's crazy? <laughs> a month ago, I would have said fries too, but like I can't eat fries anymore. I was eating fries the other day. Like I had got Popeyes like during my lunch break, and I was just sitting there eating the fries. I'm just like, wow, like I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> and I haven't eaten, like I haven't gone. Like I don't know what's happening. Out. It's like fries. soda when like. You like don't drink soda for a while, and then you're just like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this <laughs> right now. That shit made me sad, bro. I love fries. You you but was living that life. You was. What was it about that? Is it like you just ate it too often? So now like it was like, like um, I don't I don't want it anymore. It was like when yeah. Squidward uh went to that place where it was all the uh all the squid oh the fancy living. <laughs> oh no, that's like, you know, I don't want to play my clarinet today. Oh my god, he has a same routine every single day. All the people are like Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan just found himself in the endless loop of eating fries. It was fries from McDonald's and then it's fries from Wendy's and now it's fries from Popeyes. It's like Chick-fil-A. Oh man. That Chick-fil-A. that Chick-fil-A at that Chick-fil-A Temple, that was dangerous. Once they once it they put that on campus. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Man. I was there. I was there every day at that Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Sorry. Tell your mom, hop on the mic. <laughs> hey yo, Miss Miller. Oh, that's my sister. Oh, I was gonna say. Good, <laughs> to cut that out because I remember. Uh, never mind. I don't think we even started yet. I mean, have we, I guess we started. Have we started? Have we started, started, started the show. This is this is the show. This, this is, is the, the show. show now. It's <laughs> just random. Welcome uh, back to real. It's funny because, like, one of my friends, like, she listens to the show and we were talking about it, like, this one day. She was like, Yeah, it's like really funny because, like, y'all be talking about shit and then you kind of just get really off topic for like 20 minutes and then just go back, like, It, it is yeah. <laughs> subject. To now change. people see why the name is subject to change because, God damn it, not only are the you know, subjects changing. I just thought it was pretty got, funny got the, that somebody the, else noticed that. Oh, like damn, that's yeah. Really that's we got the basis. spinoff topic. We got the spinoff podcast. Uh, what was what it? Was subject that? static. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't remember this shit. It's been too like, long, boys. It's like the long. second, like your second, you go off topic. You can't go off topic for a second <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the new podcast. Yeah, we got the really, really. You must stay in line every minute. Be rigid. <laughs> Change the topic every minute, but no. We are subject to change. We are back. And this show truly is subject to change because I don't know about y'all. Like I said earlier, it could have been the Phillies. Could have been the Eagles. Could have been the fact that we haven't spoken on the meetings for a while, but I haven't been watching wrestling with much of a critical eye lately. So I'm wondering See, what y'all wanna what y'all is... wanna talk about. But I was gonna this say is the know, low. Yeah, this is a low period. We are coming out of Crown Jewel. I'm expecting things are going to start turning up now that we kicking gear into Survivor Series, War Games, whatever else. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as wrestling lately, I don't know. I don't know what's sticking out to me right now. Was the the bloodline basically? Bloodline holding shit together. Bloodline, Sammy, Sammy Zane, Sammy Zane's eject, ejected like brand new life into the bloodline. In the storyline, because that was getting stale. We, we we all agreed it was getting stale before Sami Zayn 
mm-hmm. came in and gave new up for Solo Sokoa, got put in. Now, now there's like more new dynamics. Perfect time involved. Mm-hmm. I was perfect, uh just perfect. yeah, perfect time for sure because they added like you said a new layer with Sammy, then an additional layer with Solo. Now that everybody, they're a complete faction now. Like you can't argue that mm-hmm. any longer. Like ev- I feel like the one thing that's really unique about this group compared to like factions in the past is like everybody has their own unique identity. Well, I won't say like they're the only group, but like it's a part of what makes historic groups like that. You know, they yeah. all, every member has their own factor that attributes to the group. You know, I, I feel like a long time ago when people pictured like Roman and the Usos being together and like pictured this ball on stable. I feel like now it's finally like in its like, I guess, full form. That's like, mm-hmm. damn, this kind they're of like- wild to actually like see now. They're like three-dimensional characters now. Like that's like what but what you said, like they have they all have like their own individual characters and they all have their own different relationships with Roman Reigns too. Like Roman Reigns doesn't have the same relationship with with one with like two people in the faction. Like all of them have like different relationships with him. Like with Sammy, like he's more friendly with him. Yeah. With Sosakoa. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's like a little bit like skeptical. Yeah, skeptical yeah. of him, but like I feel like he like he like entrusts him. He like trusts yeah. him as an enforcer. With to Jay, me, like that's that's the, that's the one that he he's always gonna like try to keep him in line. Yeah, because he knows okay. he, he can like explode. I feel <laughs> like Jay is like his strongest. Like low key, I don't feel like people realize like if he doesn't have like if Jay wasn't so deep in this entire like trance hypnotize like whatever the fuck he's under like the bloodline wouldn't even be able to exist like roman needs jay more than jay needs roman he's a he's a ticking time bob i think roman like rec- recognizes that that's why he had sandy like keep an eye on him because <laughs> he's like he's like this and like he's he could explode at any minute now yeah. like i've done i've done a, i've done a lot to him <laughs> yeah because Jimmy's only playing along because Jay is, like, whipped. And then yeah. Solo is, like, there because, like, Jimmy and Jay are there. And Sam, you know, Sammy just loves Roman. So that's kind of that. Or does he? And but Dylan, Sammy... that, uh, that feeling I think you were talking about, Dylan, is, uh, I think, known as Stockholm Syndrome, that uh, that trance that Jay Uso is under. You know, he's constantly, you know, under the eye of Roman. You know, he feels like he has to, I don't know if it's like he has to live up to him or he has to, like, always prove his worth to him. But it's like, whatever it is, it's fueling his fire to, like, always just be on go with everything. I mean, it's just wild. Like, that ass whooping two years ago, really, like... Shit, <laughs> it wasn't just the ass whooping. It was, like, gaslighting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, him being like, him being, like, like, I love you. And then, like, choking him out and then, like, choking his brother out and making Thanks. him say, have to say I quit, like... Just, just the psychological torture that he put Jey Uso through. And when you He's think about it, this point. now as you think about all of Roman's feuds over the last two years, two plus years, that was like the spark moment of his title run, if you think about it. Like that was what kind of shifted us into letting us know like this character with Roman is like something completely different. Like this is a whole different like side of the guy that we're seeing. He's way more complex than just like some brooding, you know, evil guy also. Like he's, he's not also, the he's big like, dog anymore. He's like he's maniacal. He's like he'll fuck with like your head and like making him making you think that he trust like he trusts you and that you trust him. And then and then you see like the insecurities too, in like in his character mm-hmm. during that yeah. time. 
like you saw that. I'm finished. Uh, I was just saying, like you saw that on uh, on uh, one of the paper he was on Saturday, and like, mm-hmm. and he's like walking up the ramp, and he's like looking at the titles, and like you see like the look on his face, yeah. like you see he's like pan- he's like panicking a little bit when when he looked at that, like he- you feel it like slipping from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I he- feel like he played off losing to Logan Paul like really well. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Logan Paul can give me like this much of a challenge. Like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, it's like two years, like, wearing me down. Like, you like, can see that on his face. Like, it, 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 like, am I slipping here? Yeah. That's like, he even question. trained for it. Like, the whole storyline was that, like, he didn't take him serious. So it's like, I mean, and that's a good pivot. That's a good point because now, where do we transition with this group? Is Roman going to start looking at what's going on around him, which he already has, like kind of trying to solve all this drama? Is he going to finally say, it's too much bullshit going on. We got to get back to being serious. And then whatever that means, Sammy takes the boot. See, I think. Figures out a way to retaliate against Jay somehow or like punish him even further. I don't know. But I think he, he's felt it slipping. That's why he's brought in Sammy and Solo. Cause he knows he needs like he needs the help he needs his like backup effort like you saw with drew mcintyre like he's like oh shit i don't have the usos here i need somebody else mm-hmm. to help me i got i gotta call him solo so he calls yep. him solo like he, he realizes that like oh i still need i still need more help i need to make sammy like a full-time member for protection here for mm-hmm. extra protection he said like, these everything's fools ain't for help get getting it done he looked at J- jimmy and jay and cool y'all like the longest reigning tag champs are about to be but Jay, you too much of a high head. Jimmy, you too laid back. Y'all like two polar opposites. So he, he said, somebody yeah, he said I, need it. I need the silent assassin. And this is where Solo come in. His identity in the group. When I hear his music hit, is it, oh, it's, yeah. not, it's so chill. Good. It's not really chills, but it's like, oh shit, here he come. Yeah. It's like, it's it like here come Debo. It's like here come Debo music. It's, yeah. like, it's like, oh shit, here come Solo. They build him up pretty well. I like that they're actually like giving him like pretty big wins. Yeah, he get he get all the dubs. He got the dub tonight against Riddle, or (laughs) in that in that six man tag. They're gonna do Jake Paul versus Solo Sokoa at WrestleMania. Now that uh, Logan Paul's knee exploded. (laughs) Ew, yo, Logan Paul proved once again nobody should be trying to do that. Uh, Buckshot Larry at the Hangman Page, man. Y'all need to lay this shit first. He's the chosen one. <laughs> the Hangman Page for the Buckshot. I feel like I, I saw like somebody explain it. Like, I guess because he like plants his like feet before he like sprint and then he springs forward. Whereas like everybody else like tries to like spring forward like and then the jump. Yeah, so like he definitely there's definitely a technique there that yeah. he, he has down. Where it's like, so bro, you gonna you gonna pop your knees out doing that shit because they like. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They're going off of their momentum and using that to the lariat. Whereas Hangman Pages is more so creating that illusion that he's like yeah. springing forward and using all of that momentum to get into it. Where Logan Paul, he straight was, shoom, he just fucking, yeah, he's like, he flung at the athletic. ring. He flung <laughs> across half the ring. It was like, that was, that was a very high velocity. I was like, oh, yeah. shoot, that's fast as fuck. I guess that's a price to pay for that. Now is the time for us to give Logan Paul his flowers. I commend you all to do so. Because, whoo, we said I mean, it, man. We said it on this show. Wrestling, yeah, wrestling is his calling to life. He's a wrestling prodigy. Like, I said that in the group chat. He is a wrestling prodigy. Like, Even, like, I, I won't fault anybody for feeling 
for not liking him personally and stuff. I don't I don't really like him personally, but like I can't I can't lie, I can't front like he is an amazing <laughs> pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, is this just... is like his perfect gig. Like everything about it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Even Literally when like everything. when you look at him next to his brothers, like his brother is the boxer. He just had they mentioned yeah. on the show. He just had a match against Anderson Silva. And it just works perfectly. It's like he just had his brother just had a fight against the one of the greatest of all time mixed martial artists. And then oh, yeah, a boxer a, few, <laughs> a week later, his brother is in a wrestling match against the greatest dude of all time right now, or whatever you want to argue. And yeah, it's it's perfect, man. This is his calling. Even the um I thought the really cool moment was him doing like the live uh video on yeah, the frog splash. Cool. I was like, that's gonna be such a cool clip later. And it was that show was amazing. I wonder at which point his legs turn into spaghetti. If he tore all that, no way he was able to like continue that far into like the match and do all that. Because the buckshot was pretty early on. I feel like it had been after that, the buckshot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe on it. But, it had to have been like after that. But you gotta think like too, like the adrenaline was probably like carrying him through like everything. He might have like thought his knee was like hurt but like you probably didn't know like the extent that's probably why he did so much damage to like the other ligaments in it like it wasn't just like the acl it was like the pcl and mcl because he's probably like doing all these like springboards and like dives and stuff like while his knee was damaged so it probably like damaged it even further when i was watching it back i thought it had happened like there's like this one move he tried to do like a springboard and then, like roman punched him in the face and he like landed where could have been that. Oh, no. Do you remember when uh Roman speared Shane? I think it was a Survivor Series. He like knocked Shane McMahon out cold, like in the ring. Like he did like, like a knocked the wind car. out of him. I think he was like, <laughs> I think he hit his like head or something because he was like out knocked in the ring. Way. Knocked his sweaty ass out. I think that was a Survivor Series match. Well, well, oh, I know what it was when he did the dive in um the coast to coast and he speared him in the yeah, right. yeah. Speared, yeah, like, and then he was like, like you should have outside like, the ring, boy. That's the thing for like wrestlers that like like Logan Paul and like Chick Man like they can like put on like an amazing show because like they can go all out for like one match because they have like <laughs> three months to recover mm-hmm. like before their next match. Well, now he's gonna have long because he's injured, but like that's like the risk. Like, like 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 some guys can't like do that like every night because they gotta work on Monday, but he can just go like a hundred percent because he he's gonna be. Yeah, he's he's not going to work. Do y'all think that he transitions into a more um consistent role? Like, uh, maybe not now, but, like, in a year or time or so, like, he starts to actually tour with them and, like, be a part of the nah, show? I don't think he's ever – I think he'll, he'll – I think it'll be, like, similar to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Like, if he were to, like, win a title, he'd yeah, probably, like, I guess that's, like, the do more uh, I think, I think he'll eventually want to do that. He want he want to – win a championship i think that's like the next evolution of like probably goals that he has is like like can i like win a championship in WWE and like go from there and like get involved in like other storylines and stuff i'll tell you what logan paul it's all in your hands man that's all i can say like I, I really think if he really wants to take this like completely serious and like say look this is like my life or like even if it's not like 100 percent what he does he's still streaming if he says like this is 65 percent my life like i think he could be like probably one of the top stars in the company. I'm like lying to you. Like he could he could be up there. It's all up to him though. Uh 
But yeah, that was the main event of Crown Jewel. Was there anything else on this card that y'all wanted to shed some light on uh, that we had on Saturday? Uh, yeah, uh, Wyatt come out. Cut I his... missed that part. What did he do? I mean, he just he, cut a promo he, and then the basically, mask man came. It, it basically like yeah, Uncle Howdy. Like he came up. Like it's basically kind of like what he's been like doing. Yeah, okay. That's where, what, like then I did it. He's been like was... cutting it like as himself basically. And yeah. like, and then Uncle Howie's like basically trying to like drag him back into like the darkness, and like be a bad person again. Right. Okay. So I didn't miss nothing. I just completely omitted it from my brain. Yeah. Um, basically, that being said, yeah. for as long as we have, <laughs> as we've been offering this show, Bray been doing the same thing. <laughs> I feel much. like I, I feel like that's the, always the thing with Bray Wyatt. When I'm like, oh, this sounds nice. I'm like kind of, I'm like kind of into this, like. He's a very captivating speaker, but then, but then after he's done, like, how is this gonna work in a wrestling context? Context, yeah. like, eventually in wrestling, you gotta solve this in the ring. You gotta, you got it has to end in the ring. You in every wrestling storyline. Listen, you wanna know what I so think? I'm like, how is this? How does this transition to the ring here? I wanna know what you think. I think, I think Bray Wyatt should manage somebody, and then like occasionally like when the dude can't get it done he's like all right i'm gonna step in and he does his like you know Bray wyatt shit let me and get uncle howdy is the ultimate like the ultimate boss <laughs> yeah scary, i kind of like so, that uncle howdy that's, one. <laughs> that's kind of the role he was in initially with rowan and harper right or they i mean they yeah. were mostly just like, like yeah, yeah, like, why don't, but you say put him with somebody should just go back. it doesn't necessarily have to be a tag team yeah like it could be like a big dude, or it could be like, yeah, I don't know. What like if it was Braun? Guy they want to push for it. Not Braun. Braun sticking his foot in his mouth once no, again. Let's not go there. Oh, this guy. I don't even. I, care. I'm trying to think of who like a cool person for it to be. I feel like it could be Josh Briggs if he wasn't doing Josh like that. Briggs. Yeah, NXT. Josh Briggs. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of a big dude. I was thinking of a big dude. That was pretty random. That was random. <laughs> If you I'm gonna say Von Wagner. Von Wagner. <laughs> I don't know many big dudes on Dirt Why shit. they gotta be big? Why they can't be a little fiend boy? Uh, like Cameron Grimes or something. Cameron Grimes Cameron be tough. Grimes. Uh, they're already trying to do the dollar. They're trying to do the dollar star version of that with uh, <laughs> what's that? What's yeah. that Joe Gacy group called? Uh, uh what's it called? What's name? Oh, Shizum. Yeah, Schmear. <laughs> What the fuck is a schism? Anyway, no, it, could, it could be Joe Gacy. It could he could be like, yo, Joe Gacy, stop doing this weird shit. Come do weird shit with me. The rock, the roster. rock starter. <laughs> he said, let me, let me go to NXT, get my sons real quick. Who is these little niggas? Yeah. Come over here. I'm about to buy your whole group. God, GYV. What, why why they do that to them? But <laughs> <laughs> Triple H in charge, it could be anybody. I could fuck around and be Eric Young or some random man. It's going to be Nick Aldis for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey yo, my guy, yo, Nick Aldis gotta stop playing. Nick bro. Aldis. Yo, he gotta is pull this up Triple H Uh oh, somebody frozen. Everybody frozen. <laughs> my shit is tweaking right now. It's like rarely, it's rarely any storyline involved in yeah. like the people. Yeah, like he's like, in. oh, 
Johnny Gargano's back. <laughs> oh, Candice LeRae's back. Oh, Mia Yim's back. And it's just like increasingly people that, that the main audience was less and less because they were just in NXT. Yeah. So like the, the main crowd doesn't really know who they are like, are they <laughs> when they come out. Hmm, so maybe for some of these like, people, it's not a bad idea to repackage them. Hmm. Like, really? Candice LeRae wasn't, like, I guess she was at the top, top. Well, she was never NXT Women's Champion, wasn't she? She was no, never NXT she was a tag champ. Mia Yim was never uh, NXT anything. Champion. At least, like, for, at least for John Gargano, he was, like, a top star in NXT. So, like, more of the audience would probably know who he was. And they, they debuted him in Toronto, too. So, yeah. like... It's probably more hardcore fans there. But Speaking of John, I feel like he could like introduce like a lot of it better. He could like make it more like storyline, like introducing people versus like people just popping up for like or a pop. Oh shit! I think what the hell? I think LA Knight actually being Maxi Free kind of helped him because because he was on there on like the, like the roster for mm. like a few weeks, like. As somebody, and then you saw a transition from Max Dupree back into LA Knight. Yeah. And, that and now people, he's like fully into the character. The people now. who didn't know about him intrigued to go back and look at, oh, maybe like, oh, I didn't know he could wrestle if he was, you know, under a rock or whatever. But and, yeah. yeah. You know. And like, Wade Barrett's like talking up on commentary how he's like one of the best in NXT and like one of the most charismatic people mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, you have him like big, like upping him. And you have him come out like, on the microphone too, you have him like use his, his strength, his best, his biggest strength. Yes, he's like talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there's nothing wrong with some return promos. You know why don't they do that? Yeah, I don't get that at all. Like I feel like they always used to do that. Like in the mid two thousands, like early two thousands, like if somebody was like coming in or something, they oh, have yeah. like some. Yeah, like, even Rey Mysterio, like they had like the mask and stuff, and be like, oh, Rey Mysterio's coming, like at SummerSlam or next week, whatever. Well, they're doing that now with um the Viking Raiders and Sarah Logan. What I think is Sarah Logan. Wow, I mean, nobody cares about that. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm just saying, don't say the name. Everybody knows. Everybody knows like who that. I mean, like as far as like Triple H bringing in someone like stuff. Yeah, he loves that that Nordic type (laughs) Viking stuff. He does. I think they about to kick ass though. So it's going, it looks tough. Um, damn, I was gonna say something. Who the fuck was you talking about? Who was you talking about just now? We were talking about um, me and him. Hey, shout out to about me and him though. <laughs> we wasn't talking about no damn me and him. I mean, yeah, we, we, we were, were kind of talking about, about all like Triple H returns H's, and like how... Gargano, Bray Wyatt. Like we talked about Bray Wyatt, and then we transitioned into oh, yeah. Triple H's formula for returns. Damn. I had a point, but I fucking forgot. Uh, Speaking of returns, I do think Sasha and Naomi are going to return. Actually, Wait. I'm kind of like, I'm skeptical on like if both of them are going to return. But I don't know. Who's returning first? Oh, I remember what I, I was going to say. They... Yeah. <laughs> it's so unrelated, but I was going to say real quick, one day we should do a top list of like people who never won the NXT, the top, the top NXT talent that never won the NXT title. But anyway, go ahead. It's Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, that's number one. Yeah, um, but... that's number. But uh, but yeah, like I think, like they set up like like the women's war games from like the little bit of raw that I saw. There was like um a segment with like Bianca and Alexa and Asuka, and then they got jumped by uh Damage Control and Nikki Cross, and Bianca Belair said like we have to end this in war games. So, I think 
like so what are the numbers? It'd be Bianca, uh Asuka, and and uh Bianca, Asuka. You think Alexa and is Alexa. Not, I think she's gonna turn on them. So that's three. And then if you add it, and then they added Nikki Cross to damage control, so that's four on three. And they added five, it's five on five. So if Naomi and Sasha were to come back, there's three, there's two spots open on the women's face side. So if they want to do do it like that. I don't think they'd come back for the match though. They'd probably lose. Um you think they lose to Damage Control? I think nah, they win. Sasha and Naomi and that shit. They they take, uh, I think the face team wins. Yeah, and that should be the blow off you for sure. The blow off match. Yeah, that's why I think they're not gonna be in it. Oh okay. Bow, like, bow, that could bow. be like the big reveal. I mean like it, it'd be like the worst like kept secret, <laughs> but like That'd be like the reveal at like Survivor Series, like like oh we have two mystery uh tag team partners. Oh, that's gonna be like, so Bailey obvious. Like, what the <laughs> we got? And we got Bailey two mystery be... partners, guys. Who is it? Like, what is the it? Fuck? And then <laughs> what do you think? And it then is? Got Bailey like in the ring, like Bailey in the ring, be like freaking out, be like oh, what? What? <laughs> I'd be damned if I were turning a war games match and kiss my ass. <laughs> but you know, I think they well. both like that though. They both yeah. would love to do that. I mean, no, Sasha's itching. Sasha would Sasha would do a fucking meteor off the top been, of the cage. Probably. Sasha's been in like the first women's whatever of everything. It, but yeah, so, like I could see her being in the first main roster women's war games match. So I don't know. That's true. But and she did say she has an announcement. Coming up, people speculating: Is she pregnant? Is she coming back? Is she in a Marvel movie? I well, she was just training with, with the Juice. Yeah, she's training with, with the Juice Guerrera. So you know damn well. So she I, I don't think she'd be pregnant. If, I don't think she'd be is pregnant. she is pregnant. she going to Japan to wrestle Kairi Sane? I think she got a Shinsuke type of deal. She, like she do probably some, uh, some Japan shots and then wrestle and like be under a contract. Yeah, I heard that's a hot yeah. deal to grab nowadays. That uh, that Shinsuke deal. Which is, um, I felt she was like, yeah, I'll come back, but here's what we're going to do. <laughs> she got that Jeff Jarrett deal where she just shows up in every company. For you got the reason. Jeff Jarrett deal. You just might not. <laughs> now that means he's the ultimate bag chaser. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett might just be <laughs> wrestling might just be running off of Jeff Jarrett. We don't know. I, I, see, I was surprised he left the WWE because I was I was convinced in like three years time he'd be, he'd be running WWE. <laughs> he was in an executive role. Vince just left. He, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't warm his way up to the top somehow. Yeah. Uh, Triple H is probably like, yeah, he saw that. Step aside. He saw that political game. Step that, aside, uh, bro. Triple H. Had. He's like, I'm not Triple H. Like, you're my only match here playing like the political game in wrestling. It's like, so I'm gonna let you have this company. I'm taking <laughs> AEW over <laughs> as a sleeper agent. Yeah, you, you gotta keep an eye on Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he's like the director of business development. He has like an office job in AW now too, along with like the on-screen role. Is he writing for him too? I think he's like in charge of like their like live events and stuff, and like uh-huh. like organizing where they go and everything, like breaking to new markets. I wish they would pick like up that. somebody. I'm not even gonna lie. I wish they would pick up somebody from. What if they imagine they sign like people from the Vince regime that are going now. Who would you want on the Vince regime? I don't know. <laughs> to I don't run know. shit. I don't know. Um, I, I, they need to bring in somebody they need somebody to, to write. I, I wish it, I wanted to be a fresh like voice too. Yeah somebody I don't want been it to before. Just be, 
Yeah, maybe somebody that that is a wrestler, but like that's not been like on a creative team. Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, that's like where did they hire people from? But this guy. I feel like it could be so easy. W's roster mm-hmm. that could probably like do some like creative. Yeah, William Regal. Right. Is William Regal not back there writing shit up? I don't know. Like, so there's got to be like somebody that because like I feel like we 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 reached like a wall. With AEW storytelling with Tony Khan at the helm mm-hmm. here, and they've just now doing like the same. You see, like the crutches that he has for his booking, like he relies on tournaments and factions and like mm-hmm. people getting interrupted during backstage interviews and stuff, and like post match brawls. Like those are like the crutches that he goes back to, yeah. like time and time again. And like I feel like that's contributed a lot to like AEW, like. Feeling stagnant creatively in the past few months. Yeah, Do you I saw think... somebody say like, I guess like people are complaining about like all the tournaments or something. I'm like, I don't think it's that they like don't like tournaments. I think it's just like, it's probably like annoying when that's the only way that like a lot of the contenders are gonna get to like a title match. And even in the or, like when it's done too often, there's like not a lot of like storytelling in them either. It's just mm. like matches. And that stagnates all your storytelling too, because you're just putting everything off just to have these tournaments to reestablish whatever title picture. And they've like done away with the rankings basically too. So like now, like that's like gone. Got about them too. Like, so all I know is Ricky Starks better win his next damn tournament. The breakout or it's whatever it is. is it called yeah, the breakout? Breakout, I don't breakout? I don't think it's a breakout tournament. tournament. It's like some. But I was going to tournament. Is Tony Khan's booking a result of him not being creative, or is it more so like their commitment to being like we're the pro wrestling show? They don't want to get too much into the weeds of like soap opera esque storytelling and like I don't know, maybe I don't think so because like you see, like the Jericho Appreciation Society has been like taking up like it feels like seven percent of Mm -hmm. AW television, and that's that's their stick though, their sports entertainment. So that's that's also I think. Like it's, it's made like the show quality go down. Like there's so much like Jericho on the show, and it's been the same storyline too that should have ended six months ago with with the Blackpool Combat Club. The Jericho shit has me like rolling into the bed. The, there's so over. many like Jericho. That's like the hallmark of every Jericho storyline. AW to me is that it just goes on months too long, and it does and it ends up like not helping anybody. Like he either wins at the end or like he if he does take a loss, like people already like stop caring like about the storyline. So like I don't know. I I just wish that he would take a step back and let other people like occupy his airtime. Yeah, yeah, he's like everything run its course. I have no idea what's going on, how they run their locker room. Is that Tony's pick? Is it Jericho's pick to be so prevalent? Like, is he Jericho the it's one that's going to be on commentary all the time? It's probably Jericho. If so, he's you like you could definitely tell he's in like Tony's ear. So he's like, like a Hulk Hogan. Of... He's the Hulk Hogan to their like TNA, basically. Like he got them. Like I get it. Like he helped get you like the TNT deal and stuff because he was like the big name, first big name that signed with you and gave you like credibility and stuff. But it's been three years. Now he doesn't have to be the focal point for three years. He's he's like he's fifty something. Like you have a lot of young talent now too, 
and and people that you've signed that could occupy his role. Like he doesn't need to the to, to be in a prominent position every week. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Anytime I try and watch AEW and I see Jericho, I definitely change the channel. And also the ROH stuff too, that's dominated their programming, and like people do not care about that at all. Yeah. They gotta they gotta move that to like a streaming show or something for the promotion. So like YouTube have a, get that off. Why the hell is it getting so much like, That that's also contributed to to everybody like to to the stagnation of the product <laughs> is that like there's so much like ROH stuff that people like don't care about like so many titles got introduced and it just like it just made everything else like a mess on the on the programming that's just like, I can't even think of like a storyline as of right now that's like I'm looking at the roster right page AEW. like it's nothing it's nothing at all um they claim they're doing really well but I mean, yeah, that storyline already peaked. For a minute. They already peaked when they when they won that at Grand Slam with with Swerve and um, even though Rip Ross is pretty funny. I thought they were kind of building to Jamie Hader breaking from Britt Baker, but now they sort of doubled down on that friendship. It's like they did that twice too in story. That's another thing. Dane Garcia too. We thought that was happening. Yeah, we Jericho we he doubles the down, there. and then it's like, nope. You turn the page, and what happens? You end up back to the three chapters before. I don't see that. I don't see how. It's just he, like he, 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 like he just tries to like drag no reason. Out. Yeah, drag things out further than what they need to be, just to be like, oh, this is long term storytelling at its finest. That's another thing too. Like this having a long storyline doesn't make it make it good. <laughs> like exactly, you could That's have like I'm a two month like, storyline, and like it be infinitely better than a six month storyline. But then the right? ironic thing is, like the storylines that could be fleshed out more aren't like Ricky Starks and Hobbs. Like that could have been, yeah, that, that could have been way longer than what it was. And then the, what we got was some bullshit with like the factory getting involved. And yeah, and, the, and that didn't feel. And they had like a quick match at the pay per view, and like it just felt like unsatisfactory. Wardlow. At least with Wardlow and Hobbs, it looks like they're getting into a few now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, so the good comes out of that. But Wardlow's been like just teaming with Samoa Joe for the past yeah, few was, months. Samoa Joe looked like he was about to give Wardlow the smoke. He pushed him out the way. He, he looked at him oh, like, yeah. you know who the fuck I am? I'll choke you out. I'm on the AEW roster page. How do I find myself here again? Um, they don't even list the ROH champions. Like what? What was the point of him buying that company? Like, I, I really just want to know. I, I assumed it's for the video library and like a, eventually, like an AW streaming service. Or when they sold it to, I think they. He was trying to beat Triple H to the punch. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. I think also too, like, no, I think it was for like a streaming deal because they needed like more like backstory. Footage. They needed more like footage and stuff to sell. To like make like their brand more valuable and like they sold like the rights to like a streaming service. And I feel like HBO Max is probably the landing spot, but then they got they like merged with like Warner and Time Warner and like mm. Discovery like merged. I wouldn't want to touch it. And then like right a lot of shit got like turned upside down. So I don't know. So are TNT shows mostly on HBO? I think so. And so um, it's easy. see now we get into the weeds of like media politics and shit, but and then Discovery 
mostly as NBC products, no? Or no? No, that's Universal. NBC that's Universal. Universal. Okay, never mind. All right, yeah. Then what was it I heard about? I don't know if we talked about it on here. It was like a potential merge between Universal maybe and something? or Yeah, I think it's maybe. And and, but that was like TV? down the line. Yeah. yeah, I heard that would be like a, a pretty long process. Yeah. Like merge. a, you know. It just seems weird. Yeah, it's a weird landscape. Weird media landscape right now. Mm-hmm. It's like Very all these streaming services. That's why I was like, like what, what streaming services TNT have right now? I feel like streaming services are kind of like collapsing on, on each yeah, other. It's, it's, it's weird because it's like weird. Some, some networks have a big enough library or like a set of networks to where they can have their own service, but then other networks just sell their shows out to the different streaming services. So, like, once we had Netflix and Hulu, everything was like, it was like everything was like, oh, it's like split between like those two pretty much, like shows with the other two. But then, mm-hmm. like, Paramount's like, we want our own streaming service. So now we're going to have Paramount <laughs> Plus. And then Disney came, yeah. Disney Disney came, everything was like, Oh, like, like we have the most, like, we have the most products, so we're making our own streaming service, Disney Plus. And HBO is like, Oh, we have a bunch of stuff too, HBO Mm -hmm. Max. (laughs) Then they start teaming up with each other. Hulu was like, Hulu got with Disney, was like, Yo, we got to take them down. How about we do a package, Disney, Hulu, ESPN deal? It's like, Yeah, about it, put they big ass. Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Put they. Big ass. Put it on the table. Streaming service dick. All up on the conference table. But anyway, to bring this back to wrestling, when they had their like annual whatever meeting that they do, WWE, I think Triple H says something about like them not being so married to Peacock. Like I think I don't know what the exact quote is. So I'm sorry. Peacock is ass. They need to get rid of that shit. That shit is, is despicable. Well, he, pre- he pretty much said, you know, if something come up in the future, hey. What's shaking? You know, I go to Disney real quick. Peacock yeah. has been amazing for them, though. Like it seems like numbers wise, from like what Peacock, like, yeah, because just because there's so many like homes and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, I would imagine Peacock would want them to keep to keep. Yeah, they're doing like record like numbers of like viewership on like the like pay per views and and stuff now. All I'm saying, it'd be plastered on their banners. People probably see it, be like, oh shit, I wonder what WWE was doing. What oh else, shit, Logan Paul, what the hell? What else the you office? watching? Yeah, I was about to. I was about to say that. Oh, <laughs> Bel Air. The, the new one. Bel Air was like their. Yeah, that was like their. Prize that show. Their, uh, that was their Orange is the New Black. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's something else on Peacock. I think I forget. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm that's blanking. that's Saved by the Bell reboot. <laughs> that shit got Bunch canceled. Reboots. That got canceled. That's another <laughs> problem in media. What's what's with all the reboots? No, no new IPs like that. It's all like yeah, that's a that's a, and prequels and sequels. That's the thing to bring that back to wrestling. I feel like that's a, a lot of problem with wrestling too. Mm-hmm. A lot of like the same creative minds from 20 years ago are, are writing the shows and in charge of the shows, so they have yeah. the same ideas they need like they need like more gay writers or something i don't know how to explain it they need like they just need like a way more diverse, like group of writers like i don't know they just need they need like a mixture of like like they just need like a very diverse group of writers a diverse staff you yeah can tell, i understand you mean you can tell like when they have 
like token a whole writers. bunch of white people in a yeah exactly you can tell they have a whole bunch of white people and they have like a few token like maybe like one black writer or like one female writer like no you need like a smorgasbord of fucking writers and i'm not mm-hmm. saying that i'm not saying that to say wwe's been bad lately but i'm just saying in terms of like the future the development of the industry definitely could go more into that bag of signing like former tv writers and um people I feel like are- wrestling as a whole is creatively lost I think they need to Triple H to like actually put his own stamp on the on like WWE because I feel like a lot of it is still like sixty five percent like Vince McMahon. That's probably like the influence because mm-hmm. that's who he learned under, so it's gonna have that but, influence. Yeah, like See, every- he needs like a, 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 a overhaul of like I'm talking like graphics, stage mm-hmm. presentation. Like you need that. That big overhaul that's like this is the Triple H era firmly. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he never like switched up the the sets. That was like I a think, big letdown. I still, think we know we when this might happen it. though. I'm still. I'm still they just they it. just announced today, Raw's 30th anniversary show. All that Philadelphia. That's gonna be a Philly spot. Yeah, that'd be a per- January 23rd, I believe they said. Weed is or January. Or- I'm watch they not switch it up. Yeah. Watch they go back to the vintage look just for that one night. Yeah, but like, that'd be a perfect time to introduce like a new. See the thing with this Triple H era, set. the reason why I feel like I don't get as mad yet, at least not yet, until I see like a rep- repetitive, repetitive pattern of shit that I don't like. I'm not one to doubt Triple H's ability to adjust. Like, I feel like he, yeah. the, the more positive part about Vince leaving is that we don't have a stubborn person at the top right now. Like, Triple H could have his quirks and things that he likes, but I'm not willing to say that he's never going to grow out of that or, like, he's going to change it. I feel like he's taking this as, like, a learning experience, too. Like, you know, transitioning into this role, like, this big responsibility, he's going to learn different shit that works and shit that, shit that doesn't work. So I feel like the upside is he's probably going to, give a lot more superstars more control of whatever they're doing and like mm-hmm. who they're working we already with. seen it we already seen it a little bit like that shinsuke shit that wouldn't have been something six months ago or whatever however long we've been in this. no that would not have been a thing but now we've seen it and I, I can't wait to see what else like he allows talent or what else kind of creative stamp he puts on the product it's um it's an interesting time I've just been sitting back and enjoying the shit. I don't know. I'm looking at Raw right now. Johnny Gargano wrestles weekly. Gets the crowd hot. That that crowd was pretty weak, though. (laughs) Well, for tonight, I I didn't really see much of tonight's show. But I did see that he revealed revealed Miz's secret to um, about the Dex of Moon shit. Last week, uh, he was, like, faking. Yeah, he uh, he further revealed Yeah, he pretty much... um, I had only like listened to part of it while we were recording just now, but he just confirmed like what he what he um brought up last week. Like it was a video tape of the Miz talking about the shit. So I guess we're going to run that back to see exactly what was said. But Miz is exposed. He's a fraud, as we all knew. Yeah, Miz is a known fraud. I don't know why this is like. <laughs> so but why? But, but the, the the question is, why did he fake? Why did he even go through that though? What was the reason? For publicity and attention. Of, oh yeah, to, to have his name so, talked about, to be to be on Raw for all these weeks. Like if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't have been on the card. 
they ran like a Jesse Smollett storyline. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So, <laughs> I was gonna ask if that's a pretty good like payoff for all this Dexter Loomis nonsense. <laughs> that that is that is a typical WWE though, know, like taking a big story from like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's funny uh, though, because it's like, yeah, it's like playing up on it. What's what another big story from a few years ago that they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna put on WWE TV? I feel like they just did something recently where it's like that's so old. But I forget. Um, they're gonna have somebody do the gritty on, on TV. We did see gritty at Extreme Rules. Well, we did. Yeah, we did see gritty. gritty. <laughs> we saw the real gritty. We saw the real gritty. Um, beat, what else happened? Beat up Miz wrestling these last few weeks. Um, I'm sure it's something we'll see in Punk we can talk about, but I forget. That that seems that investigation has concluded. Coca I Bana hope so. Um, what about the back, elite? Which... What about the? Uh, oh yeah, Coca Bana came back. And that was just a sign that, like, yeah, fuck CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk's definitely gone from AW. Goodbye. Uh, the elite are coming back to you as well. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like elite had to like... fade away and, and classify themselves as obsolete. <laughs> but they are no longer deleted from history. They are restructuring themselves. Getting written back into the code. I don't know how else you want to phrase it's it. It's like they're gonna feel with a uh, death triangle. So they should take six some man tag team champions. Yeah, so. <laughs> you got Pac out there. Pac is so I don't know why Pac is still so random in that group to me. Maybe he needs a mask. He probably looked badass unmasked. <laughs> I he he did come with a mask one time, I think, for like one of their pay-per-view matches. But he like took it off. He just had it off for like the entrance. Mm, he probably doesn't like it. Doesn't it's probably is especially if you don't wrestle in a mask. It probably is weird. Sorry, it was sweaty. <laughs> like if I don't have to do this, like for the sake of my character, I'm just not gonna do it. There's benefits though. You got Ray Mysterio out here. Yeah, like, Ray Mysterio moves like a 25 year old, and <laughs> he has the mask on. So like, he he looks ageless basically. He seems like he's mm-hmm. ageless. Yeah, Rey Mysterio is the greatest wrestler of all time. He cause... is like longevity from like he was wrestling when he was like thirteen years old. Yeah, <laughs> he's that's like, actually a good. Was fifty now. Actually, a good point. Is Rey the best wrestler of all time? He is. That's the goat, man. Man's been putting on bangers he's a since legend. the eighties. Yeah, he's been over. This man is world world recognized. Man got animated series. Like, bro, Rey Mysterio is the GOAT. I guess you could argue John Cena, but... He nah, was doing it for uh for 30 years out here. I'm still sorry, putting on bangers with, 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 with Gunther. Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, yo, who are my top 10 wrestlers? Like, who are my top 10 wrestlers, right? Active right now? Yeah. No, just like of all time. Of all time? Like if I'm making a list of like my top ten wrestlers, like who am I putting on there? And the first five, like I came up with pretty like easy, but like the second five, I struggled. I'm are you like lie. are you factoring in like your childhood favorites as well? Yeah, I factored in just like complete overall like influence and like who I, who I even despite in, like, what you despite how you feel about them now too. Uh yeah okay yeah. I like that list 
See, despite how I, I, I have, I have a, a problematic person in it. If it, if it was going off like your favorites in childhood, <laughs> all right, yeah, I, I just, I just let it out there. I, I factored in like, damn, if I was a wrestler, who would I also like? Kind of like model myself after, so I, I factored that then too. All right, so give us your just top like, five. Give us, give us the top five. I want to hear. Top it. five. I said Ray. Mm. We got Ray Mysterio. We got Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. We oh, got RVD. Eddie Guerrero, of course. Oh yes. Okay. I put Carmelo Hayes in there. Just because, like, in the where top he is five. Now. Is your top five? In the or top he's gonna five? Go? This man is oh, we're just doing a, yet. We're just doing a top five. All right. Okay. Top yeah. I, I, yeah I even top, like top ten five. is. Even he was in my, he was in my top ten. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. He's he not trying to. You see him trying to spice up the argument to have Carmelo Hayes signed to his org. It's not happening. <laughs> I fa- it's not happening. <laughs> I fact it in like where in like five years from now, I want to be like, yeah, that was a good pick. <laughs> so I did put that in there. He wasn't top five. Though. I had Ray, Rob Van Dam. I had Eddie Guerrero. I had Shawn Michaels. Damn. And then I had Sasha Banks. Jeff Hardy. Get Jeff. Yeah, that, that was my five. Is Jeff Hardy in the top ten? Nah, nah, he wasn't in the top. Damn, the top he's in my top ten as far as childhood. That's that part he's definitely in my top five. Mine would be somewhere like Michaels, Jeff somewhere. I'm not gonna lie, I had to put CM Punk in there. Seth Rollins. I gotta, I gotta put John Cena in that top five. Probably, I have to. Somewhere in there, I don't know. I don't know where I put Jeff. In. I didn't. I, I didn't I like John Cena while, when yeah, I was younger, so I'd be lying to myself if I put him in there. Mine would probably like like, a good amount. like similar styles. Like it's like probably I'd have like Jeff Hardy, uh, Kofi, A. Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, and then Edge probably be in my top okay. five. I like Edge creeping in there. That's a surprise. I mean, damn, if we was to go to 10. We was My to go second to 10, 10, I struggled a lot with. I did have Carmelo. Is, Carmelo we might have to, there. we might have to like finalize this joint and make it something. When I was a kid, I did, I did obviously before I found he was a murderer. Chris Benoit was like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I had to. You ain't even have to I'm say it. I knew, I knew I'm this gonna, talking about. I'm not gonna lie, he wasn't. But I remember when that happens, like, what? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I remember that weekend. That shit was crazy. I remember he was supposed to, like, ten year old. it was Night of Champions. It was supposed to be the Adam. Yeah, it was supposed to be him versus CM Punk. Champions. I was like, CM Punk. And then it he was, was like, yo, like, what is going on? I like, always, I don't know how to process this. Like, what I is, never what forgot is, that shit. I always think about the what if. If oh. that match went on, that would have been a banger. I mean, it's that man had advanced CTE. <laughs> he, he did. He did. I mean, if you could ask me if I would take an advanced CTE, Crispin Wilder's a uh, prime CM Punk or pre-prime <laughs> CM Punk, I'll be like, well, that man was yeah. on the Antonio Brown scale. Uh, only he never mind. <laughs> you know, like never. Like, oh, the Rock! I forgot the Rock. What the That's hell? what I was saying. Oh, the Rock see. will be. The Rock will be in my top. Oh my 10 god! Somewhere. Never mind. I'm sorry. I got to get you out. I got yeah, to get I you got, out. Who else would I have in the there. Rock in there? Yeah, right, let me let me take Hulk Hogan. Sight. Actually, that take Edge out. I might take Shawn Michaels out. Yeah, out of my Hulk top edge. five, you keep I'd Edge and the keep rock, rock over Michaels. You keep Edge over Michaels just because, like. His charisma, you know, like you couldn't have subbed out Rob Van Dam for The Rock. 
Oh no, nah, I love oh, RVD. RVD is amazing. He made yeah, the top guy. ten. He made the top ten. That's my guy. I love Robin Dam. Now, when I was a kid, just like uh, what's it I, called? If I was talking about people outside of wrestling, Kevin Nash would make make my way into to my top <laughs> ten. Like I love Kevin Nash interviews. <laughs> he just seems based. Yeah, he's a cool. <laughs> a he's a cool dude. He end up, did he arguably end up being the coolest guy out of all the NWO members? I think so. <laughs> like age, I mean, Sean Walton's pretty cool too. Um, like, can not, it just seems like he's a, he he seemed like he understood like the business, the business of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, like, we talked about it before. In, get he out, shifted, get paid. Yeah, exactly. He shifted the culture of like, nah, we making bags over here, boys. We ain't no carny workers. The fuck is this? Like and, everyone in wrestling should think like that. Making oh management God. pay you as much as possible. Breaking. Is Dana Brooke Uh-oh. the 24-7 champion? Coming Dana out. Brooke. She's looking good. I haven't seen her in a while. She barely oh. on TV. Should Dana Brooke get some time in the sunlight? Oh, there's I mean, our she answer. Been, she's been 24-7 <laughs> champion for a minute. Uh-oh, Dylan might be a little ahead of me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did she win the 24-7 title? Did she? Oh no, he just cut off the video. What? Oh, everyone voting corral. That's like Dana Brooke. She looks like a. I wonder if they're actually gonna make the twenty four seven title into like women's mid card title. Mid card title. <laughs> yeah, I'm here but for it. Might as well. Hey, if we wanna if we wanna spin it into the uh into video game talk. I've been trying to make the 24-7 title a little bit more prestigious. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just nah, like the any it's the any ball title. Like any ball can just go out to that shit and just hold it. It's like used with, it's used for just any property. The ABT? Any ball any title. Yeah. title. <laughs> it really is. The ABT, the prestigious ABT. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't we did talk about uh it's been a few weeks. Uh or uh 2K. Matchups. <laughs> we had. Oh, we gotta talk sure. about it. I, I, that, we gotta it didn't talk go well. About it. it didn't go well. First of all, I won about let's say 85 percent of them Jones. Y'all, See, y'all be I hearing Dylan. Fight, y'all though. be hearing Dylan talking all that shit on here. Dylan begins. I, I had played beat. 2K. I've been having an all couple weeks. weeks. All right. Yeah, Chad. Yo, let me all tell y'all about weeks. Chad, man. T- Chad. Is the scheme and the triple threat that let the two niggas mix and then come in at the mm-hmm. end like boom? How the yeah. fuck you get two finishers? See, I had to, I had to. <laughs> I was I was I was I was outmatched by skill and experience. So I had to had, had to, to go... scheme my way to, to try to get a win. Yo, you know what's <laughs> crazy? I, I wish y'all hear this, yo. Vince <laughs> prayed on chat because listen, he didn't want to see me. <laughs> He was tossing out the ring in a good child like this. <laughs> Chad was using conniving tactics. I did the same. Dylan's just a fucking reverse fiend. Sometimes you got to end that shit. Oh, no, yeah. He's reversing everything. Sometimes, though, Dylan would just get his ass beat so much, he'd be rolling out in the ring getting stunned. I'm like, yo, I don't got time for Man, all this I hate that around. shit. I don't got time <laughs> for all this waiting around. I got to put an end to this. Move to the next <laughs> match. So anyway, I forgot where we left off with that. I think. Carmelo WWE champion. 
Yeah, I didn't get that. Bobby Lashley's running through everybody too. Lashley, (laughs) you you did that to yourself. Chad brought out Lashley at first. I I did. I had to put some. I had to put some respect on Lashley's name. I said, Nah, he ain't going out like that. (laughs) Lashley's a monster. Everybody. Who else is a monster in that game? Yo, I'm telling you, Dijakovic is fucking nice in that game. Next time he's got the speed and he's got the height and the power moves. And next time all three of us together, we're gonna have to do a draft. And I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to come up with a concept for like a Dungeons and Dragons esque version of WWE 2K. It was like I don't know, I don't know. It's a turn based game. It's like a turn based game, but we got our own shows and we like and we roll to like do different. I don't. I don't know. Is it making like a GM mode? We Pretty gonna do it in GM universe mode. mode. We gonna do it in universe mode. But it's like we all in control of certain shows. We have our talent, and depending on what you roll with the dice, will determine what book and decisions are made and who goes over and yada yada yada. This that there. I'm That's my lead announcer. Oh, damn, Carmelo Hayes. Oh, yo, you can have him. You know, he be he be interrupting my other guys. You know? <laughs> Rick yo, Ross. <laughs> shout out to Rick. Yo, what is AW doing? He's bringing the hip hop. He's like accusations. You say, I'm like, what is? I was like, since when did Rick Ross like wrestling? Man? Yeah, he actually cut a good promo in that in that uh uh swerve and Keith Lee segment. Like, mm-hmm. it actually flowed well. The same, it seemed like he was like yeah. out of his depth or anything. Pissed off Westside Gun enough, he went to the booth and just made a whole album. <laughs> yeah, AW just I feel like that Swerve's influence. He's getting all these rappers, yeah, and stuff on there. Nothing to do with it. He's got <laughs> Kevin Gates randomly <laughs> appearing. Swerve don't listen to Gun. He don't, he don't go fuck about him. The nigga that's there like every other week. He got season tickets to the shit. <laughs> yeah, he is. He <laughs> No, they let him uh, do uh, Dan Garcia. Yeah, Dan Garcia down to the ring. That'd be his only moment in the light. I'm telling you. He, he, the way he'd be there, he seemed like he wanted to be special guest ref for one of these matches. They Asher Bronson in the ring, too. Asher exactly. Bronson, he could move. He could move, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about what side guns, like, Yo. physical wrestling appeal. that like Asher Bronson has, like, the look of a wrestler. Yo, you could tell he must have played, like, college. He must have played, like, Lyman in football, he was like Jason <laughs> Kelsey out there. <laughs> he was. You know, like, I've been I've been watching. I already follow Action Bronson on like social media. I've been watching his like weight transformation. It's been like so insane, and then seeing him be able to wrestle was just like I was like that was so perfect. Yeah, I was like I I I'll be down to see him do another match. I was like he. Goddamn. Yo, another person you might see, Zac Efron, possibly. <laughs> Step in the ring. I, don't I thought you was gonna say Bow Wow trying to holler no. at Jade. But oh, yeah, she... Zach Efron beef. I don't know if that was a bodysuit that picture you sent in the group chat. I think he got up. I think he got both up and looks like you did a drop kick in that still from the Von Eric's movie. So it looks like he must be getting some like basic wrestling training. Yo, that's at least interesting. For the movie. Very interesting. So like, yo, like Give us Father Rumble. <laughs> Give us Father Rumble. WrestleMania. Like won't be able to make it. Our... <laughs> Zach Efron Yo. versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Versus Bad Bunny. Versus <laughs> Bad Bunny. That Yo, if wrestling in two years and just starts becoming like a celebrity warfare, like celebrity deathmatch basically come to life, I'm here for it. 
That's their best bet. <laughs> like you have celebrities, they sign up to do these one-time matches three months down the line. You train with them for a month to two months, getting shit down packed for that one match. Yeah, performance center. Just get them. <laughs> just repeat that one match. Over How and much over. do you have to pay? Can we do Cardi B versus Meg Thee Stallion or Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj? Can we see that? Oh my God. Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj see... would, would ruin the company. Can we <laughs> just see? Just by the stand wars. The stand, uh, I think there'd be a riot in the arena. There'd be a riot in the arena. <laughs> Can we Cardi see Boozy versus Tory Lanez? Can we see? I, I think I should be booked Tory Lanez on the show. <laughs> no, no. Oh, not a dispose of the 24 7 title. They disposed of it. What the hell? Oh, shit. This man got spoilers. Hold on. How am I not? I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm, not, it, I'm so wait, far behind. Are you? I don't you know. I didn't know I was this far behind. It's so, it's so weird. Like, uh, if you watch it like, on like your phone or something or different feeds or whatever, how like far behind. This isn't everything. Like, you watch like a football replay, game watching. or something. I think she was supposed to dud in the trash can and missed. Oh, God. Is that a sign? <laughs> Dylan, you're behind because Bobby Lashley has answered Seth Rollins' open challenge, and he's currently uh, about to throw him into the ring post. Oh my God, Rollins! Wait, I thought Bobby. I thought he had his. Oh, wait, this might be. Challenge. This might be. Yeah, this might be post match. Who, who's the open challenge? Oh wait, never mind. Judgment no, Day came he out just. Yeah, it was just like a. Judgment Day came out, and then Seth Rollins snuck out the ring. What do you guys think he's about got, Seth? Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think about Seth's fully blonde? No, no blonde streak. He's in. He's officially in the full blonde era. Well, not full blonde. It's kind of like highlights, but you got the blonde highlights. Blonde hair. Seth is back. Oh, and Seth goes through the table. God damn it, Lash! Are you really facing Bobby? Lee? He about to put Bobby Lash in the. Back I don't know, again. but is it Bad is case. is it me or is Bobby possibly slowly turning heel and Seth is slowly going babyface? No, I can't really tell the crowd's reactions here or what Seth was saying in his promo before. That crowd was dead, but yeah, the entire night it's just been. Where were they at? They was somewhere in PA that I've never heard of. Was it Allentown? It was, they said it was close to Allentown. Is that close? Oh to yeah, that's probably what it is. That's probably what it you is. You should have slid to the show, chat. That's probably thirty minutes away from me. Oh, that's, that's far away from me too. That's like that's forty. Minutes. <laughs> I be forgetting how big Pennsylvania is. It's so huge. Yeah. It's probably like that's probably like closer to the middle. Let's see how far works for us. Where as big as Pennsylvania is, you can call this a segue. It's only room for one sports like, team at a time. Now that we didn't clear it like, away. What's it called? Like like Pittsburgh's like so far away from here. It's also theory about it's a cash money in the bank on the United States title. Wait a minute, what's going on here? What's going on here? There he's creeping. There he's creeping. He don't got to cash in. He it's don't got to cash in to be U.S. In. champion. If he cash in to be U.S. champion, he's a fucking he's idiot. He's a dumbass. But no, Seth Rollins issued an open challenge. It's irony. It's irony. It's all coming back to a full circle. He came out for, the, for Leslie's open challenge after he got his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Won the title there. Lashley comes out, beat his ass. Open challenge still ensues. Theory about to be U.S. champ and money in the bank. Who can you say has done that two times, baby? Two times he did that. 
with the same money in the bank briefcase. If he cashes in on theory, then he's pretty much admitting that yeah, I can't beat Roman. Wasn't wasn't RVD like Intercontinental and Money the Bank? Yeah, um, my goat. Was, my goat. <laughs> but he didn't do it twice, though. He didn't do it twice. And also, he wasn't. He didn't have to do it twice. He wasn't 24 years old. on John Cena. Cashing on John Cena on one night stand to beat him. And then, yeah. got it, and then he got arrested for, for possession. And then he had to get dropped the title. Listen, we ain't going to talk. We ain't got to talk about the last part. Theory <laughs> is going to end up cashing in on The Rock or Cody Rhodes. Triple H oh, man. Bring back or Roman. I'm crying. Could, if could, if catching Curry Rhodes, Curry Rhodes is going to cut an all-timer. All-time promo. I worked my ass off for that championship. Oh, wait. Are they actually the turning Bobby Lashley heel? What is going on right now? I told you. Uh, I'm telling you. Let's turn him back heel. That's he corny. Healy. He seems a little healy. Yo, Bobby Lashley's so good as a face right now. Like, everyone wants to cheer him. Yeah, he was literally in his stride. Lines are very blurred in, in, in Triple H's uh, era. And this is what I was predicting will kind of shift to a few months back. The lines are going to be blurred. Look at, like, the bloodline. People cheer and rave for them. Aren't they supposed to be the heel group? At this point, I don't know. It's all Easy. different depending on who you're looking at. Like, I mean, yeah, that is true. Is this all really different. Bobby being a bad guy? Because, like, he literally... Seth is an asshole. Seth yeah. is a bad guy, yeah. <laughs> like, but people love him. How Bobby lost his title is not fair. Yeah, what's happened to him is it like like Brock Lesnar attacked him, so he attacked Brock Lesnar after after their, their match because mm-hmm. he won kind of in like a fooky way where he just like fell on him basically. Yeah, that match was Brock, so quick. Brock took the bitchy way out. Oh, Brock, wow. Brock was like, I'm take I'm being on the first match. It's going under ten minutes. Keep the plane warm, like get the plane <laughs> running. Give me the give me the hell out of this country. <laughs> so, He's like, give me my give me my millions of dollars, and uh, I'm getting out of here. See ya. <laughs> Damn, so this guy is ass beat. He is getting his ass beat. Um, should we head out of here before I have my uh, awesome theory victory celebration? Because I don't think people want to stick around for that. I don't think they do. We coming yeah, back. On the air I don't now. think they want to hear you. I don't think they want to hear you. Oh, uh, theory! Why are you looking like you like about to cash in or something? Like, you want some oh, shit, it's a oh, oh my god! What? No, no, you fucking idiot! No, no, shut up! No, eight town frown. Are you fucking stupid? Are you oh, high? Hold on, is he cashing in? Are know. you I, high? I'm muting, I'm muting him. What is he doing? Oh, no. I got to end this shit. We got to get out of here, yo. He's fucking cashing in money in the bank on the U.S. title. Are you fucking kidding me? One, two. Seth kicks out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just cashed in. Yes, the fucking bell just rung. Austin Theory has cashed in his money in the bank on the fucking U.S. title. This is stupid as shit. His character is This is stupid as fuck. This is Why they even have him in the... and Seth is kicking out. He's about to lose. This is dumb. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Triple H, what the fuck are you thinking? Are you kidding me? This is idiotic. This is look at you. You about to lose, and you still about to take an L. Pedigree. Oh, no. got the pedigree. His own fucking pedigree, and that shit was nice. One, 
two. No. Rollins kicks out. My oh, yeah, you're God, definitely like a little bro. ahead of mine. My God. How did Seth kick out of that picture-perfect pedigree? Why? This is the first. Why did he cash in? Why? Can we please explain why? On the U.S. title, this is the first time. On a raw. They wanted to do this for the first time. The first time somebody cashes in on a mid-card title. On a random raw in Wilkesboro. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. What happened? I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you. Oh, yeah, it's not over God, yet. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't do a lot of commentary. Losing. <laughs> you're, a little, you're a little ahead of us. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. All right. I'm, a, I'm not going to do spoiler cast here, but honestly, I don't know where this is going to go. We can we, we can react after the go. match. It's a, we can cut this part out at the end of the podcast, but we nope. can nope, I ain't cutting out shit. Super kick. Oh, I'm sorry. I love both of these. These are both my men's right here. These are both my niggas. So look at my Oh, he's a loser. He's a fucking scrub, bro. Oh, oh he's a loser. <laughs> I might have to, yo. I might have to get. His ass. Yo, oh, I'm dead, bro. Yo, he's your number one draft pick, Vince. Oh, nah. This man's a loser. Lashley came back out. <laughs> what the hell? This man cashed in on United yo, States title, sick. bro. Triple H don't care a fuck about this man, yo. What's on his chest? Oh, shit. Like blood. I'm crying. Like a cut. Oh my god! I can't believe this. I cannot believe that. Yeah, it's, so it's over though. Like even, this. even this is like this. In this, like, I'm here. cashed in the the briefcase. The yeah, bell rang. They did is a him sick so man. dirty. They did theory so dirty, and I was just gonna say on the show he's been doing. Oh better. no! Oh no! Lastly, beating his ass, throwing him all around. Man, hit the, the pedigree to the barricade, to the ring post, to the barricade. Fireman's carry. This man's a doofus. Not again to the post. Oh my goodness. God damn it. Oh. Barry. Um, Barry might not be up again. Oh man, now Lashley's not going to hurt lot. Now he's not going to hurt lot. Wait, what is what the hell? Where's Lashley? Oh damn, there he is. What is Theory going to do? <laughs> when is this going to end? <laughs> What's his end game here? What the fuck? Damn. That's a... What is this? I'll tell you what, this is the hottest the crowd's got all night. Yo, put, put Corey Graves in the Hurt, in the hurt Lock, too. <laughs> yeah, please. I've not been enjoying raw commentary either since you said that. What's the dude's name? He's not the only man. Just wasted his money. Yeah, so it's done. He lost it. Contract on the then, United States it, title match and still oh didn't God, win. Still lost, bro. He's a oh, wait, wait. Cook. Is the referee gonna call this match or what? Is he gonna One. count him out? What's going on? Two. Gonna, gonna count him out. Oh my God! He's gonna lose on a count out <laughs> too. It's over. <laughs> this is the it's worst an official match I've ever seen in my life. How was that not a DQ? He didn't see it. The crowd was fucking stupid. It wasn't counting right. 
He was probably trying to confuse him. Oh, he got him. it. Oh, no, I got it. Oh. <laughs> so he got beat. He got beat. He got beat now. Like, he's got beat with the One, stomp. Two, three. <sighs> wow, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't even camp for this. Oh I can't even God. camp for this right now, bro. I can't camp about any of this shit. Yeah, that's your Yo, man's, bro. Triple that's H your number one draft pick. Triple H, bro. I really hates him. Yeah. He hates him. Is that how he's booked him the entire time since he took over? Since he took over? What did he do? Yeah. Really hates him. I kind of feel bad. Do? What did he do to deserve this, yo? What did he do to deserve this except put on bangers? Do Look at this guy in the background. Look at this guy in the background. See that guy with like the full Heyman shirt in the background? He's going crazy. Oh my, I can't believe this. I got to put an end to this right now.